Welcome to the KML Messcast. Can't everybody stop for 10 minutes? I mean, it's not that much to ask. So goddamn rude. What the fuck do they think I'm doing? Playoffs? What talk about? Playoffs? You kidding me? That is a disgusting act by Randy Moss. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello? You play to win the game. And now, your 2016 champion, soon to be two time champion, and host, Maine. Oh, hey there, guys. What's up? Didn't see you over there. Welcome to the week 14 edition of the Camo Mess Cast. This is it, the penultimate week, the finish line for some teams. Just the starting line for others. And we're here to talk about it with you. I'm your host, Maine. Thanks for tuning in. This is a big one. This is the one we've been waiting for. Scenarios galore. There might be some math. There might be some Carlo. Those are two completely separate, different things. Don't get them twisted. Only one of the 11 had it figured out. And you better start listening. Wake up, sheeple. Math ain't real. What do I have for you on today's show? Well, first off, it's fucking late as fuck. It ain't 12-7 Wednesday. It's 12-8. That's a Thursday morning. This is, this is what I do for you guys. What I do for my listeners is I deliver. <laughs> I deliver in the morning. I deliver in the afternoon. I deliver in the early evening. I deliver at supper time. I deliver in the late evening. Sun up, sundown, and all through the night. I'm not sure what I'm talking about anymore. Uh, what do I have for you on today's show? Recap, done. Trades and transactions, you know it. Best and worst of the week, got it. Power rankings, nah, I don't really give a fuck about that, but we'll talk about it real quick. Then we get into what you're all here for. The playoff scenarios, boy, have we crunched the numbers. Boy, have we run the scenarios. Shout out Chris Rogers, thank you for the help. Appreciate it, bub. First and foremost, let's try not to get canceled. Want to clear up the air a little bit since I have a feeling some little birdies listened to my rant last week. Maybe took it out of context, told their wives about it. Wives are pissed, told a little birdie. Little birdie came back to me, had to act like that was their take when I know every single one of you agrees with me. I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not saying what he did shouldn't be punished. I'm just saying, because I agree with those things. Yes, what he did was wrong. Yes, what he did should be punished. However, I'm just saying I think the punishment was a little bit severe and some of these reactions are a little bit turned up and I think some of the reactions that are like extremely turned up are by people that don't fully understand the situation and that industry and the seedy underbelly of the world. That's all I'm saying. Instead of being a 10, let's take it down to about a seven, six and a half. That's probably more appropriate across the board. What can I do to get canceled today? Let's fucking find out. I forget what I was going to fucking talk about. Uh, first and foremost, you know, I want to tell you guys right now. First, this is here. I'm going to take the shirt off. Hold on. I'm taking the shirt off. Okay. Okay. Shirt has been removed. Titties are out. Taco salad. Lustrous. Sheen. Glistening in the computer glow. I wish you could see it. Maybe next year we'll have a visual component. You never know. Aunt Martha's just needs to get me a fucking webcam. Another one that falls off the truck like it does in all these other guys' houses. That's all I'm saying. 
no drinking for me tonight, if you can believe it or not, because this is that serious. This is that serious. We need full cognitive capacity, firing at 100%, the synapses, the neurons, whatever the fuck else is in there, 100% snapping, boop, boop, bow, 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 because we can't get shit wrong. That said, my synapses fire better when they're lubed up. You can't run a Ferrari engine V12 with no oil in it. Come on. You want to fly in a, oh, an airplane 35,000 feet above the air with a jet engine that's got no fucking oil in it? Get the fuck out of here. Mm. At this point, this is preventative maintenance. This is how you need to function at peak performance. Yeah, stay lubed up. <laughs> Let's just move on. What am I doing? Fucking five minutes in. Recap. Weekly recap. Weekly recap. What happened in the week 13? I'm about to tell you, motherfuckers. Oh, I want to go in the order too. Hold on. I want to go in this order. So the first game we were going to talk about was Reading Wambo at Straight Bums Homie. Very important game for Straight Bums Homie. Did he get it done? Newsflash. No, he didn't because Chris Rogers, Reading Wambo, is on a mission from motherfucking God. Yeah. He's been touched by the hands of an angel and everything's coming up roses. He gets his bad weeks are just a little bit better than the other opponent's bad week. He Everything's coming up. Chris Rogers. Let's see if he can continue the hot streak through playoffs. He continues it through week 13 at least. Getting by Straight Bums Honey with a definitive 135.64 to 94.96. Not a, not a bad showing by Straight Bums Honey, but boy, oh boy, did he need that one. And boy, oh boy, did he not get it. Reading Dwayne Bow coming up roses. How do I know? Cleveland defense. 31 points. Shades of a couple years ago where Joel Stein spent all that money on the New England defense, was fucking chess versus checkers the rest of the league. We made fun of him for spending what I think it was like 28 bucks of his fab on New England defense. And what that defense do? Dominated for like eight straight weeks in that fucking shitty uh, AFC East. Another situation here, $8 defense, getting him 31 points. High score on the week. If that happening, usually you lose. Usually you don't put up 135, but lo and behold, this is what he does. Next game up, Samstown at Viceless. Samstown, another six and six needed this one. And did he get, he, oh, he fucking got it. Viceless, let's talk about this for a fucking second. But Samstown got by 148 to 63. You heard that, right? This almost threw, fucking tripled him up. What is going on with the fucking HSE boys? Well, I'll lump this in with the next one too. Fucking next game was J-Rod the bot at AI. You want me to, another injury? Let me just tell you a little newsflash here. AI lost again. Jesus, fuck. These HSE boys, my man. You'd expect a little more. That's all I'm saying. You expect a little more. J-Rod the Bod, 111. Uh, another injury, Joel Stein, 95. Not a bad showing. Closer game than some of the other ones. But my God, these HSE boys. Just look at the standards real quick. Hold on, we'll come back to the recap. But let's look at the standards real quick. Another injury. Four and nine on the year. Well, what? How many losses in that in a row? Is it fucking three losses in a row. Viceless. 3 and 10 on the year really should be buying the keg. Let's be let's be honest. Let's get that out of the fucking way. Lost 7 7 games in a motherfucker. 7. How do you not put a bullet in a gun and stick that thing as far down your fucking throat as it will go and then pull the trigger after 7 straight losses? 
And you're supposed to know football. You played football. You used to live, breathe, and eat football. You quit your other fantasies, this, the fantasy leagues this year. You have one fantasy league. The one, <laughs> the one motherfucking fantasy league. You are in for 2022, and you have lost seven straight games. Holy shit, man. Unbelievable. Fucking another injuries over here. He can't make playoffs to save his fucking life. I mean, we've covered a couple times, but last time he made playoffs, fucking was what? 20, uh, 2016? Was that it? 2016. Last time he made playoffs. Let's do a quick Google search. What happened in 2016? Let's talk about it. 2016. Here's the 10 most significant world events in 2016. Uh, that's stupid. That's stupid too. That's fucking stupid. These are all stupid. Nobody gets, oh, the coup in Turkey fails. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Give me something that means something. Here we go. Here we go. Nope. I want to know something that happened. Oh, here we go. Pop culture. That's perfect. Talk to me, Vox. What do we got? Who died in 2016? Muhammad Ali dialed in 2016. Carrie Fisher died in 2016. David Bowie. Prince. All died in 2016. Hamilton. This is when Hamilton started. I think Joel Stein, last time I made playoffs was pre-Hamilton. <laughs> oh my God. Batman vs. Superman was out. Harambe. Remember Harambe? That was fun. Harambe was alive the last time Joel Stein made playoffs. <laughs> Fucking Pokemon Go wasn't a thing. The last time Joel Stein made playoffs. Uh, we've been through what? Two Olympics since then? We've been through two Olympics. Summer, two Summer Olympics have happened since Joel Stein made play. Whatever. You get the point. These HSE boys, man. It was a rough year. I would like to see a little bit more fight out of them. By all accounts, they should be buying the keg. I mean, if you look at the points scored, where's the points for? Let's check it out. Bottom, last place, Gordon Lucko, of course. Next, last place, the Viceless. Below Team 88. Who's just above Team 88? Another injury. My God, look at this gap, too. If you just click on this. So, Gordon Lucko, 1134. Viceless, 1187. Team 88, 1193. Another injury, 1212. And then a big old fucking jump to Stray Bumps Homie at 1327. More than 100 points. These fucking bottom four teams this year were pathetic. Were awful. And you'd expect just a little bit more. Just a little, just a little bit more. Seven game. Just imagine right now if you had lost seven fantasy games. Should we refund his fucking money? Is like a, like a, you know what? I'll tell you what. Whoever bought it, Joel Stein, that fucking idiot's guide to fantasy football, maybe he needs to dig out of the trash and fucking return to sender. That's all I'm fucking saying. Motherfucker. Fucking seven games in a row. You fucking kidding me? I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> seven games in a row. <laughs> Holy shit. All right, what game were we on? I'm sorry, I spent too much time on that, but my God, seven games in a row. Next game up, fourth game was Captain Scurve at Cream of the Crops. This was a good fucking matchup. Runner up for game of the week. High ranked teams getting to playoffs. Cream of the Crops getting it done. 116.9 to Captain Scurve's 98. Great matchup there. The fucking keg watch game of the week is Cabo Ghost at Team 88. And you know Cabo Ghost took care of business. 129 to 99. Look at Team 88 again. 99 points. He would have beat one, two, three, four, five, six, would have been six other teams this week, was above the median, and still took the loss, that's the story of his season, I'm sorry to say, it's not as bad as it looks, Gordon Lucko at three-stripe life was the game of the week, 
Gordon Lucko coming out on top, 90.3 to 74.64. Poor Vitaly. Talk about another man on a fucking skid. Lost five in a motherfucking row. He was five and three. Five and three. I think he was like in first or second place. He had like back-to-back weeks of the most points scored and shit. And then five games losing streak. Holy shit, man. It went sideways. I'll tell you what, at least Vitelli has a fucking excuse for why it went sideways. I mean, Cooper Cup, all those guys, good guys got hurt, blah, blah, blah. He's been fighting it a little bit. At least he's been doing something, trying to fight it. Viceless over here. Man. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's get a quick standings check heading into the last week of the season. Reading Dwayne Bow, 11 and 2, first place. K Bow goes 10 and 3, second place. Cream of the Crops, 9 and 4, third place. Captain Scurve, 8 and 5, fourth place. No ties up top. Then we get into the nitty gritty. Seven and six, seven and six, J-Rod the Bod, Samstown. Six and seven, six and seven, straight bumps homie, Gordon Lucko on the outside, looking in. Three stripe life, five and eight. Another injury, four and nine in tenth place. The Vices, three and ten, and team 88 at two and eleven. Locked into buying the keg. We'll talk about it in just a second. Let's talk about trades and transactions heading into the last week of the season. Speaking of which, trades speaking and of which. I'm going to give you my two cents on the round table that was brought up in the chirp by Matthew Jonathan Turow. <sighs> Matthew Jonathan Turow brought up a good point. We had a trade that happened between a team that is in playoffs and a team that's out of playoffs with no chance of changing his trajectory, no chance of jumping one spot up, no chance of... Basically, Jared made a trade with Scott. Scott had no reason to make the trade other than just he wanted some new guys and want to help Jared, whatever. And no matter, we could trade him all the best players, and there's no way he can change where he is. So basically, he's drawing dead on the year. And Turo brought up the point about how this is a little bit awkward because, you know, why would he be trading other than the fact for, like, fun? Which, we're all for fun here. We want more fun. We don't want less fun. We want more fun. But still, like, when the potential exists for a last place team that can't change his fortunes to trade with a playoff team that could change his fortunes... There's, there's, I'm not saying we do it. There's a potential for a little collusion there. So, Matthew Turo went ahead and said, why don't we have everybody make playoffs and then we'll just fucking go from there. And then it doesn't matter where anybody finishes. I don't like that. Here's why. I think he was just speaking out of turn. I think he was at Samstown a little bit drunk. It's fine. But here's why I think that's incorrect. I don't want the ability for a team to go 0 in 14 and then get hot and win three straight and get a championship over a team that won every single game in the regular season and then just got cold for one fucking week in the championship game. Doesn't make sense to me that a team that goes three and 14 on the year could be the champion and a team that went, what, uh, 16 and one could not win. Like, I don't like that. There's gonna be something that the the regular season means. Can't just be fucking seeding. So, my round table, we'll talk about it, but we used to have a uh, trade deadline and i think maybe what we need to do is move the trade deadline just before the last week or what would that be no two weeks left yeah two weeks left because if we move it to like you have to have all trades entered by the start of the week 13 games there's two weeks left and two wins can really make a big big difference for everybody like i don't foresee a situation ever that two wins doesn't make a situation somebody's like in last place by more than two wins and two wins doesn't help out one win of course yeah like that's what's happening this week one win for scott doesn't matter because he's already going to be last place no matter what but if it was two wins it was last week he still had a chance to get two w's and get off a keg watch so there's more incentive for him to trade and trade well so my proposal would be trade deadline i forget how it works but basically All trades have to be entered before the week 13 games start, giving two weeks of everybody locked in, 
and everybody's still in it, so it will avoid the potential for these kind of awkward trades later in the season. That's my two cents. We'll talk about it. We'll figure it out. Let's move on to, what are we doing? Trades and transactions. Recent activity. We didn't have much, did we? Eh, we had a little bit. Sunday, December 4th, 9.33 in the a.m., we had Three Stripe Life and J-Rod the Bod involved in a trade. Three Stripe Life traded Michael Pittman Jr. and Alvin Kamara. Four, Joe Mixon and Traylon Burks, two people who have brains that don't work so good right now. <laughs> who got the better end of this trade? It's hard for me to say because Pittman has been abhorrent is the only word I can think. He has been fucking awful. Colts look awful. And then Kamara, have you, I'll tell you what, if you're not up to speed on Kamara, go back and take a look at his game log. I'll read it to you to save you the clicks. His game log. I'm just going to read him back, starting with week 13. He's he's on a bye this week, by the way. 4.7, 4 4.0, 4.0, 10.9. Okay, he got double digits. 6.0, 7.7. So since his explosion in week eight, he has been dog shit. Dog shit. That Saints team looks awful. Kamara looks awful. It's hilarious because if this trade happens, then just think about how, how fantasy football changes over the, the months of the year. If this trade happened on draft day, I mean, people would be saying, what the fuck is going on? Mixing and Burks for Pittman. And, of course, Pittman and Kamara is way fucking better. Of course, no question. But here we are. Burks is coming on. Looks good. Minus the concussion. He looked good. And then Mixon looked good. Minus the concussion. And now it's a much more even trade. Who do I think I'd better end? I think I'd still probably take Kamara and Pittman simply because they don't have brains that are fucking mush. That's all I'm saying. Those fucking concussions, I hate dealing with them because they, they hang around. They it's, You never know when they're going to play. If they play, are they on a pitch count? It's a fucking awful. It's like worse than a hamstring. Sunday, December 4th, 1243, we had J-Rod the Bod at it again with Samstown. J-Rod the Bod trading the Buccaneers and Michael Pittman to Samstown for Darius Slayton, Darren Waller, and the Jets defense. I think I like this for Jared just a little bit more because Pittman, again, non-factor. Defense swap, sure, whatever. But Waller could be kind of the key here. Slayton can give you essentially Michael Pittman production at this point. And then Waller coming off of the IR, if he actually for some got off, I, I don't think he will, but I think there's potential that at a position of need where there's really no good tight ends except for Kelsey, that getting Waller is at least a good dart throw at trying to maybe generate some sort of advantage of that position. So I like it for Jared slightly, just slightly. Monday, December 5th, 11.02 in the PM. Team 88, again, with the Jared the Rod. Did he ever fucking work? Ever just do anything? Jesus, fuck. Team 88, this is the trade that sent the chirp into a tizzy. Sour grapes all at it again. Team 88, Keenan Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Donta Foreman to Jared the Bod. In return, Jamal Williams, Darius Slayton, Daniel Jones, Taysom Hill. I know people thought this trade helped Jared a bunch, but I don't I don't know, man. Keenan Allen? Really? Don't deform as a bench guy. Jamal Williams Jamal Williams is pretty damn good. He's a pretty damn good running back, getting those fucking short yards all the time, and Detroit scores points. I think I kinda I think I kinda like the Jamal Williams, Darius Slate, and Taysom Hill side of things just a little bit more. It's close though. It's not a it's not a terrible trade. I definitely don't think it's like lopsided as, as fuck, but I think I do like the Scott the the side that Scott got a little bit better. I don't like the fact that he's doing it for I don't even know why, other than he just wants to root for these guys for a week. But you know what? Good try. Good trade. Uh December, the last one we had, Tuesday, 
December 6, 1127 in the AM. J. Rudd, the Mod Trading, DK, Metcalf, and Alvin Kamara for Alexander Madison, Tyler Boyd, and Dalvin Cook from Samstown. Those two guys had a couple trades this week. Look at that. They must have been in there to show those PMs. I think I missed this trade, actually. This happened today? Yesterday? I totally missed this trade. Who got the better end of this one? I think J-Rod got the better end. Give me Dalvin Cook, my man. Give me Dalvin Cook. I like DK. DK's fine. Kamara's fine. But those guys, I'd rather have Cook because I think Cook can pop off. I think his top end is a little bit higher on a good team than the other two teams. I know DK's in a fucking playoff race, but I don't know. It's close, but I think I do like the Dalvin Cook Madison stack just a little bit better. Locks himself into a good running back for playoffs. I think he'll be all right. What's that? We'll find out what his play, what his fucking guys look like in a second here. All right, what are we doing next? Best and worst of the week. Let's go. Best and worst of the week. Who do I think had the best week? Let me tell you something. First, I have to go back to the scoreboard. I have to take a look here and see what transpired because I can already figure it from before. Uh, best of the week. Well, uh, I, I never know if I should go best of the week or worst of the week first. Worst of the week. Uh, that one's pretty easy for me. It's straight bums homie. Ran up against a buzzsaw. Had to get a win there to try to keep his playoff hopes alive. He's got a fought, very slight chance coming out, but we will see how it works out here in a second. So I think he had the worst week. Who had the best week? Samstown. I think Samstown had the best week. He really needed this win over the Viceless. Had to take care of business. And not only did he take care of business, he did it in dominant fashion. 147.9 putting up those big boy points. Power rankings. Power rankings. Oh, God, it's a good beer. Power rankings. Ugh. I'm not going to go through. Well, yeah, you know what? Uh, 12th place. <clears throat> the Viceless. You're dead last, motherfucker. You're dead last. You lose seven straight, how are you not going to be in last place? Riddle me that. You have the second least amount of points in the year. You're below the other teams that will not do, except for one that's got more wins than you. But you have less points than Scott. Of course you're in last place. Fuck, your team's awful. What did you put up last week? Let's take a look at your week-on-week points. Let's just take a look at the week-on-week points here for a second. Let's see what Viceless has been up to. Let me read them out. 63.64, 79.9, hey, 101, 78, hey, 100, 84, 62, 101, 99, 77, 91. Since you scored 124, your high score, oh my fucking Christ. You've only broken 102 points. You've only scored more than 101.72 points once this year. Once. And you've been below 100. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 of the 13 weeks. It's no surprise. You're dead last. 12th place in the shitter. Flush it down. Goodbye. Up one spot from last week, Team 88. We've covered it. He's more bad luck than he is a shitty team. But don't lose sight of the fact it's still a shitty team. 10th place, the biggest faller of the week, down two spots, 8 to 10, 3 stripe life. 
it's like the fucking Titanic watching this thing sink. It's tough to see. I'd almost rather it was one week losing in playoffs rather than having to watch this slow car wreck burn to the ground over a five-week period. It's disgusting. I know he doesn't feel good about it. I hope he likes the Pacers because it's basketball season for him. Ninth place, unchanged from last week, Gordon Lucko. More by default than anything. Congratulations, you idiot. Eighth place, up two spots, Joel Stein. Another injury. I got him at eighth. Jonathan Taylor playing a little bit better. Team looking a little bit better. And really more about the other team sucking more than he sucks. Sucked a little bit less than the other teams. He moves up to eighth. Congratulations. Fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh places unchanged from last week. J-Rod the Bod, four. Cream of the Crops, five. Sam Town, six. Straight Bumps Homie, seven. Third place. Falling from one to three because he lost. That's really much the only reason. Looking with grasping at straws here. Captain Skurve now down in third place. Second place. Unchanged from last week, K Bo goes sitting in two. You know what that means? First place in the power rankings, retaking his spot with a dominant performance this week over straight bums, reading Dwayne Bo. Touched by an angel. Send me an angel. Oh, send me an angel. Oh, right now. Right now. Boom, boom. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that went that went a step too too far. That went a step more than I wanted to go. All right. Before we get into the picks, it is time to talk about the playoff preview. I know you guys have been fucking looking forward to this. I know you have. All right. So here's what we got. I'm gonna I'm gonna Jesus. I'm going to just lay it out team by team. There's really not enough, a lot to be determined. Now, listen, I'm not worried about who gets four or five or six C. I'm worried about who's in, who's out, who's in the buys, who's not in the buys. First things off, very, very simple. Team 88, you're done. Buy the keg. We'll get you a beer order. I appreciate you. I appreciate your life. Congratulations, new baby. Next time we play fantasy football, you will have a child. Another one. You already have one, but that's more like a uh, like a grown. I don't know. I feel like at a certain point you don't have children anymore. You have like a person. You don't have a per- you have a person. You're gonna have a child soon. But right now you have a person. It's, you know, self sufficient shit. And you're just like oh, I'll see you Tuesday type shit. That's how you parent, right? Oh fuck. Teammate eight locked into the motherfucking keg. Next up, let's talk about the buy. I want to know what you right now. I went through. Thank you again to Chris Rogers. I went through and checked the scenarios, ran a couple of my own, put it in the computer. And I, I actually, I, I, I got the computer here. You know what? I felt like it was important to give the computer that computes Carlo a voice because he took a lot of heat this last week. Joel Stein was hammering his fucking ass, hated his guts, telling him math ain't real, math was wrong, Carlo's wrong, blah, 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 blah. I needed to give Carlo a chance to defend himself. So he is here right now. Carlo, would you like to say anything? <laughs> You can't say that about his mom. We're trying not to get canceled. That's a horrific thing to say. No, 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 no. Okay, no, Carlo, 
calm down. I know how you feel, but that's that's borderline racist, if we're being honest. Okay, back to <sighs> Carlo. Fuck. No, 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 Carlo. Jesus Christ. Back to the playoff preview. By weeks, there's really only two. There's three people that can get one. Reed and Wayne Bo, Cabo Ghost, Cream of the Crops, that's it. Everybody else out of the bye weeks. Reed and Wayne Bo, two get the one seed. He's locked into a bye. He's getting one of the byes. He's the number one or number two. If he wins, number one seed, easy. If he loses and Cabo Ghost loses, number one seed. If he loses, but Cabo Ghost win, one and two flip-flop because Cabo Ghost has the head-to-head over the RDB. Cabo Ghost, guaranteed win, uh, guaranteed buy, and he is in. However, had to consult Carlo? Carlo tells me that if I lose, I can still get the buy as long as Cream of the Crops loses. However, if Cream of the Crops wins and Cabo Ghost loses, Cream of the Crops jump him in the standings because he has the head-to-head win and he gets that all-important buy. So cream of the crops, listen up. Carlo, you want to tell him what's up? Carlo says, cream of the crops, you need to be hoping for a win, take care of your own business, and then also a little bit of help from Cape Ghost by taking a loss to the three-stripe life. Be on the lookout for that. Now, when you look at the who's in and who's out of playoffs, it's the first time this has ever happened. First time, points don't matter. Did you hear what I said? Points don't matter. Points don't matter. First time in the history of the KML that the the tiebreakers for buys, the tiebreakers for keg, the tiebreakers for fucking who's in and who's out of playoffs have nothing to do with points. Now, a little refresher here for all of you who are gonna ask the question of the chirp. Tiebreaker's very simple. Think about a flow chart. Take all the players tied for a position, say five, six, seven, eight, four players tied. Look at them. Question one, have they played the same number of games against each other? Have they all played each other once? Or has one of the teams played each other twice and the other one's all played? If it's an even number of games, everybody's played everybody one time, then it goes to the head-to-head record. If they have not played each other the same number of times and one matchup has had, had two, two head-to-heads, <clears throat> it goes to points four. Whoever has the most points four out of those four teams gets seated in the top position, take the remaining three teams, run the exercise again. Now, if those four teams have played the same number of games each other against each other, same deal. Look to see if one of those four teams has beat the other three teams. If they beat all three of the teams, win, win, win across the board, they are the first seed. Go back to three, head back up to the top of the flow chart. However, if everybody's beat everybody and everybody else has lost to everybody else and there's no clear winner out of those four, again, go to points four, seed that top team, take the remaining three, run the flow chart again. Very fucking simple. I don't want to answer any goddamn questions about it anymore. Carlo and I are motherfucking pissed. Now, for playoffs, there's only two fucking teams that matter. What this means is right now, where's that fucking file? Raiding Rainbow, locked in. Cabo Ghost, locked in. Cream of the Crops, locked in. Captain Scurve, locked in. J-Rod the Bod, locked in. There's only 
two, one spot left for two teams. And those two teams are... Samstown and Stray Bums, homie. Listen up, cocksuckers. Because you are the ones I'm talking to. It's very motherfucking simple. I don't even need Carlo. Carlo, shut the fuck up. I don't need you. Samstown. You are officially winning in. You hear me? You win, you're in. It rhymes. It mimes. It means what it says. It says what it means. It means you win, you're in. Or, if you lose, you do have a little bit of another option here. And if you lose, you need Straight Bums Homie to lose too. Because if you lose and Straight Bums Homie wins, you're fucking out. See you later. Don't let the door hit you in the keister on your way out the fucking door. So yes, Samstown, you win, you're in. You lose, you need Straight Bums Homie to lose as well. I'm gonna a little, little highlight right here. Let's just take a little Straight Bums Homie, Samstown. Because game times may fucking matter in those matchups. Just keep that in mind. On the reverse side, nope, I don't need you, you cocksucking computer. Can you imagine if I had a cocksucking computer? That'd be not bad. If you had a computer that could suck your cock. <laughs> if you had, I'm just thinking out loud now. If you had a computer that could suck your cock, would you give it a name? How would you, inter would it just be like, would it be interactive where like you have... <laughs> Would it <laughs> I have questions about a computer that sucks cock. <laughs> would it would it, would it be in like the unit of the computer? So you had to have it in like in between your legs while you're sitting at the desk? Or like would you put it on top of your desk so it's like at, at, at you know height for you to like like thrust into it? Or would is it an apparatus, like a peripheral, like USB 2.0 to your dick? And it, it takes care of it that way. So first off, I have hardware questions about how a computer sucks dick. Secondly, I would love to know, do, are you actually, is the computer itself sucky? Or like, are you imagining like I'm having sex with this computer? What was that movie? Hal or whatever it's called. The, where the y'all queen, how do you say his name? With the fucking River Phoenix's brother, whatever it is. Had, uh, falls in love with that artificial intelligence in the computer. So is it like you're having sex with a physical computer, you give a name like Sherry, and you and Sherry are just fucking going at it? Or is it the type of thing where you just can choose your own adventure about what you want to see on the screen, and then the computer basically facilitates whatever fantasy that you're playing out real time on the screen? I just want to know if your dick's fucking computer, <laughs> your DSC. If you had your DSC ready to rip, what what how the layout works there's many ways this can go science needs to get on this and figure this out that's all you know teledildonks has a little bit of way to go maybe, maybe this is how population this is how overpopulation is solved is just more sex with things that can't have babies boy there's a whole another layers of joke we're not we're not, we're not going to go down that road <laughs> canceled uh, all right, so that's Sam's Town. That's Straight Bones, homie. That's all you need to fucking know about that. Carlo, I don't, I'm not, you're definitely not sucking my dick, Carlo. I was told that I say too many gay things by a man that hates me. 
secretly hates me. He's like, just secretly does not like me one bit. Disagrees with everything I say. Intentionally argumentative with me. Will will straight up uh, say what I I'll, I'll say something. Eye roll. We'll get eye rolls. It's a sad state of affairs. Who can blame them, really? I mean, sometimes you gotta look in the mirror. And if you gotta look in the mirror, who can who can blame them? Let's be real. I look in the mirror, I see what's staring back. Who can blame them? I get it. Maybe there's a shelf life. You know how we always make the joke, like, oh, people meet me, they hate my guts, and then after like a three or four months of hanging out, and they're like, oh yeah, it's not too bad. And then they actually kind of like me. Maybe, maybe it's like a bell curve. Start low, get up high, and then after too much time, right back to fucking low. Maybe that's the problem. Who knows? What am I looking at? What was I even talking about? That's all the stuff. So now we're just getting into the fucking picks, right? Let's get in the fucking picks. Picks and predictions. No, I don't need you anymore. Car- Carlos trying to suck this dick. This fucking computer's over here trying to grab ass my balls. Can you grab ass? Well, whatever. Uh, joke's over, Mike. Move on. Let's get to some fucking games what do you need to know about me last week was my first under 500 week picking fantasy football games all fucking year two and four and i'm not happy about it 45 and 33 on the year f m l awful 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 picks we're gonna do better this week and we might go six no in week 14 of the kml heroin booty bump memorial league uh, be nice if I actually did something worth a damn. I'm just rambling and shit. Talk about DSCs and shit. Uh, first game I want to talk about is I need some music. Fuck, I need some music. What's this one? Uh oh. I'm talking. See, see, hold on. See, this is what I'm talking about. It's just fucking. You you hear it? You can be. I'm telling you. You just know. You just. You, this is it. This is it. This is where we're at. This is what's happening. This is get you going. Fucking a. Fucking A right. Week 14. This is it. This is the last time we have six matchups in 2022. This is the last time every single team plays in 2022. Next week, not going to be as many matchups because we're in motherfucking playoffs. Six teams going home. Tears in their eyes. Tail between their goddamn legs. Let's take a look at what we got going on here. First game up, I want to talk about Gordon Lucko at... Reading, Dwayne, Bo, Gordon Lucko projected point, and that is not a real projection. Hold on. All right, Gordon Lucko starting two empty spots. Fucking Reading, Dwayne, Bo starting an empty kicker spot. Whatever. Long story short, Gordon Lucko, Gordon Lucko prepping to get his shit pushed in this fucking matchup. Six and seven, eighth place for him. Eleven and two, first place for Reading, Dwayne, Bo. These two teams have played one time before in week three. 128 to 66 victory for the reading Dwayne Bow. If they had played every single motherfucking week this year, 
Bo would have him. One, two, three. Oh boy, I gotta do some math. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve wins. One motherfucking loss. In favor of Reed and Dwayne Bo. All time record. That's the next thing we're gonna talk about. Rogers versus Rob are on our crime. Look at this! Lo and behold! Favors Rob eight wins. Two losses, one tie. Tie. Ooh. Fucking hate that tie. Fucks up all my spreadsheets. One fucking tie. Unbelievable. Let's take a look at what we got going on for players. Geno Smith, Carolina. He's not played for Carolina. He's going against Carolina, going against Joe Burrow for Reading Dwayne Bow. I'm not sure if you guys are aware. Joe Burrow turning it the fuck on. Turning it the fuck on. He's a QB4 on the year. Give me Burrow. Not a hard decision. Running back position, Michael Carter and Samaje Pirine for Gordon Lucko. Going up against Nick Chubb, Isaiah Pacheco. I want the Pacheco. I want the Chubb. I want the Chubb. Will you fucking calm down, computer, you DSC? Getting worked up over here, for fuck's sake. Wide receiver position, T. Higgins, Zay Jones going up against... Stefan Diggs, Amare Cooper. When you get the two and the 12, you get the check marks. Reading Dwayne Bow taking the top five positions for me this week. Tight end position, Foster Moreau. No idea who that is. Going up against Travis Kelsey for Dream Dwayne. Give me Kels. Give me Kels. Give me Kels over anybody. Any pick a position. Bye. DJ Moore. Flex for Gordon Lucko. Going against Brandon Ayuk for Rini Dwayne. I don't trust DJ Moore at all. Give me Ayuk. Defense, can't talk about it because Rob hasn't picked one up yet. Does he even have one? Nope. His guy's on bye week. Does he have one on his bench? Nope. He's given up. All right. This is a big old win for Rini Dwayne Bow. Just go ahead and put that right on in there. He might not even feel the fucking roster this week. So reading Dwayne Bow is the lock of the fucking year. Put all your fucking money on that. Mortgage the house. Sell the wife. Do whatever you need to do. Give the kids away to day or daycare. Just fucking put it on. Reading Dwayne Bow. It's a mortal lock. Touched by an angel. It's going to absolutely just plow Gordon Locko below the sinkhole. Just deep down to the core of the earth. He might not recover. Remember all that shit I was talking about Gordon Lucko? Oh, he's got 30 wins in three years. He's the fucking best fancy player with the last three. Blah, 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 blah. Wrong. Awful player. Awful team. Terrible year. I don't know what you got to do to wash the stink off this thing. We'll talk about in the obituary episode next week. Little preview. Next motherfucking game. What am I doing with my life? Do I ever come back and ever listen to this ever fucking again? I don't know. I hope not. Kid's gonna listen to this and shit. Uh-oh. Next game. Team 88 against Samstown. What you know about that, motherfucker? Team 88 against Samstown. Sam. What are we gonna do with this? I need to go to bed. What am I doing? Fucking one in the morning, just fucking rambling into a microphone that 
fucking six people we're gonna listen to tomorrow. Team 88, Sam's down. Let's click this button. Let's refresh this page. Now let's click this button again, because this fucking interface sucks. There we go, Team 88! At Samstown, Team 88, 2 and 11, 12th place, Samstown, 7 and 6th place, 6th place. These two teams not playing for a damn... Nope, wrong. Wrong. Samstown playing for his playoff life. Needs to win. Has to win. And he's got the easiest team to do against, Team 88. Projected points in this one, 82.8, Team 88. 100.1, Samstown. Full rosters all over the place. 17-point advantage in favor of the Sams. Tizown. If these two teams have played every, oh, these two teams played in week three, narrow victory to Samstown, 89.9 to 85.74. Let's see if Team 88 can get a little revenge. Little revenge. Best serve, Cole, bitch. If they had played every week, Samstown would have won one, two, three, four, five, six, whoop, seven, eight, nine, nine and four. If they played every fucking week this motherfucking year. Hear what I'm saying? Wow. All-time record, Scott versus Tizo. The Triple Tree Trunks, heavy favorite Turo. One of the, this is actually, is this the most lopsided we got? Hold on. Almost the most lopsided matchup we have. Head-to-head, -head, nine wins, two losses in favor of the Triple Tree Trunk. Let's go through it just for formality's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Jones for Team 88, Jalen Hurts for Samstown, not hard here, Jalen Hurts. Jeff Wilson, Jamal Williams for Team 88, going up against Tony Pollard and Miles Sanders. Ooh, JWJ and Jamal going up against Tony Pollard and Miles Sanders? Nope, not hard. Tony Pollard, Miles Sanders. Had to look at it for a second. Had to look at it for a second. That's all I'm saying. Wide receiver position. Donovan Peoples-Jones and Darius Slayton going up against A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. Not hard here. Brown, Met, give it to me. Tight end position. Tyler Conklin. D.K. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Go with me, Dalton Schultz for Samstown. I like it a little bit better. I like it a lot a bit better, especially against Houston. My goodness gracious. Flex position. Oh, my God. He's only got 17-point advantage and he doesn't have a flex in there yet. All right. Tyler Lockett going up against currently Alvin Kamara. That will not stand. It will be somebody else. Give him 10 points. Blah, blah, blah. 27 points. Okay. I'm going to take Tyler Lockett. Why was he for 10 on the year, by the way? Lockett. Wow. Nobody saw that coming. What did he go for a draft? He went for $2. Anybody want wide receiver 10 on the year for $2? Keep on eye on it. Patriots get Arizona. Brandon McManus for Team 88. Cowboys get to feast on Houston and Jason Myers. Samstown, of course, because that Cowboys-Houston game is going to be goddamn ugly. If Houston scores, it might be a miracle. Who is in this one? It ain't hard, motherfucker. Samstown. And then we are officially 2-0 heading into game number three. These nuts. Ha! Got him. Gotta wait for it to kick in.
Okay, here we fucking go. Game number three, Three Stripe Life at Cabo Ghost. If you remember from our Carlo segment, Cabo Ghost needs to win to secure the bye and take, he controls zone motherfucking destiny. Just fantasy football mirrors real life. You control your own destiny. Oh, where is it? Right here. What do we got going on here? Three-stripe life. Five and eighth, ninth place. Couldn't be sinking faster if he was a goddamn lead balloon on the bottom of the Titanic. Cabo goes 10 and three, second place. Hoping to get a bye and have a nice, easy Sunday next week. Might go apple picking. Might go fucking uh, go to Chosen Museum. You might not could do anything because it doesn't fucking matter. Wants that bye. Needs to get that bye. Can taste. Taste that bye. Projected points in this one, three straight life, 97.6. Couldn't quite get to 100. Cable goes 118.8. If you do the quick math, 21.2 point favorite for the Cable Ghost. If they had played every week, what would it look like? Well, lucky for you, I'm going to tell you. Cable Ghost would have won 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. 8 wins, 5 losses over the sinking stone that is three stripe life these two teams played in week three and who won oh it was the kbgs 119 to 92.3 surprisingly mirroring the projected points that we see this week will it hold let's find out so very central all of a sudden very close to the microphone just talking just talking to the microphone so you can hear what i'm saying to you vitaly versus maine these two guys have played 14 times and let me tell you something right now they're tied dead even seven wins seven losses for each i hate i can't tell you how much i hate that if you're still listening props to you because that is fucking awful seven wins seven losses vitaly versus main all tied up have you ever listened to somebody have a mental breakdown on air Real time, because we're fucking heading that direction. 104 in the AM. Let's keep it rolling. Three strike. <laughs> let's talk about some players. Kyler, Kyler, Kyler. That's his name. Kyler Murray for three stripe life. Going up against Josh Allen for Cabo Ghost. Give me Jay Alley, baby boy. Give me Jay Alley. Can't trust Kyler. That Arizona team is hanging on by a thread. I like him, but man, they looked like they're hanging on like a thread. Uh, Rashad White and Joe Mixon for three stripe coming against Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. I got to tell you, listen, real talk, something's wrong with Saquon. Saquon's hurt. Saquon has something. He doesn't look the same. I'm telling you, he's a liability heading to playoffs. I don't love it. I wish I could trade him. It's too late. Saquon Barkley ain't right, though. I'm still going to take CMC. I'm still going to take Saquon over Rashad White and Joe Mixon. Wide receiver position, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin going against DeAndre Hawkins and Tyreek Hill. Gotta give me Hop, gotta give me Hill. I'm sorry, I just gotta take him. I gotta take him. Evans and Godwin, I don't know, man. I, I, Tampa Bay, yuck, yuck. Who saw that coming? Tight end position, George Kittle against Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews has been extremely disappointing. I don't have any idea how he's tight end two on the year. It's because everybody else sucks just as bad as he does, and he just sucks a little bit less. Give me Mark Andrews. Flex position, James Conner for three-stripe, going against Latavius Murray for Cabo. Give me I really like Conner, by the way. Conner is going to have a awesome last four weeks. It's too bad it's totally wasted. Or three weeks, four weeks, one, two, three. Four weeks, it's too bad it's wasted on a team that is dunzo. 
Defense kicker, Ravens at Pittsburgh. Evan McPherson for three-stripe. 49ers at Tampa Bay. Am I playing 49ers against Tampa Bay? Oh, boy. Hold on a second. Let me take a look. That might change. Nope. My other option is Broncos at KC. I am playing the 49ers against Tampa Bay. Fuck Tom Brady. Um, what do I want to do with that? Nobody gives a shit about defenses. The defenses are kind of... I mean, you're going to get what you get, you know, but sometimes they pop off and go for 30 fucking two. Uh, give me Ravens at Pittsburgh. I think I like that a little bit. I don't, I know Tampa Bay sucks, but still, like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that. I wish it was a little bit more juicy matchup. Who is going to win this game? Cabo! Cabo, my man, come on! Nobody, fucking, I know you already bet the mortgage, you already bet the wife, you sold the kids, whatever the fuck. Take the family dog, kick him over the fence, and say, neighbor, give me two dogs back. <laughs> kick two back over when Cabo wins this. Bet the family dog on it. Cabo goes, I'm three for three. I'm three for three this week. Look at that go. Let's see if we can finish out these last three. They get a little bit tougher. They get a little bit tougher in the last three. Game number four. Let's talk about it, motherfucker. These nuts. Ha! Got him. Ha! Got him. Game number four. Cream of the crops. Plural. At another injury. What are these guys playing for? Well, cream of the crops, if he's going to get that buy, he needs to win. And he needs a little bit of help. Let's see if he can get that W first and foremost. Take care of business at home and let the chips fall where they may. Cream of the crops, 9-4, third place. Another injury, 4-9, and nine, tenth place they played in week three and who won <gasps> it was a slap and tickle fight to couldn't get to 80 cream of the crops 79.2 another injury 73.28 if these two teams had played every fucking week this year what would we have cream of the crops would have won one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven wins two losses on the fucking year Projected points in this one, Cream of the Crops 100, another injury 98. That is real. Wow. Wow, really? That is a tight, that's less than a two point spread in favor of Cream of the Crops. Boy, this is, oh boy. Oh boy, Billy boy. You got yourself a little bit of a battle here. How is that even possible? Hold on a second. Where is Jonathan Taylor? Do I have the wrong fucking... I have the wrong fucking thing up. Hold on. I don't understand why that happens sometimes. There it goes. Okay. That's it. That's with Jonathan Taylor on fucking bye. All-time record, Bill versus Joel. Daddy, another one, Daddy, even six and six. What is happening? QB position, Tua Tungabayaloa for Crim of the Crops, going against Justin Herbert for another injury. You know what? Do I have to take Tua? I do. He's got better average points per game. Give me Tua Tungabayaloa. Reading Dwayne Bow. Nope, not, that's not. That's, run, that's running back. That's not reading Dwayne Bow. That's running back. Cream of the Crops has running backs Austin Eckler and Damian Pierce going up against Travis Etienne and Kyren Williams. It's Eckler and fill in the blank for everybody else. 
Easy peasy lemon squeezy right receiver position Juju Smith Schuster and C Lamb for cream going up against Amon Ross. I don't like calling him a cream, that's kind of weird. Amon Ross St. Brown and Jalen Waddle. I like Amon Ra and I like Waddle more than I like Juju and CD. Tight end position Pat Fryermuth going up against Tyler Higby. Give me the Fryermuth. 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 <laughs> Give me Pat. Joshua Kelly at the flex, going up against Gabe Davis. Uh, I kind of like Joshua Palmer just a little bit better than the Gabe. Gabe's got New York Jets. They're good defense. Could see what happens there. Defense, Raiders at Los Angeles Rams and Robbie Gold for cream of the crops. Seahawks at Carolina and Brett Mayer for another injury. Give me Raiders at Rams. That Those Rams teams, man, are awful. They're bad, and they're just looking for a reason for this season to be over. So there's, it's done. Who do I think is going to win this? Let's see, I took Tua, I took the wide receiver, and wide receivers over there, and then I took Pat. So I definitely took more people on the cream of the crop side. Do I think another injury can have a last gasp? Finish the season on a high note? I do. I do. Another injury. Let's pick an upset to be a little bit different here. Another injury picked for the upset. That brings up the worst game of the week, the keg watch game of the week. Let's see what that motherfucker is. The Keg Watch Game of the Week. Next game we got is the Keg Watch game of the week. That means it's the worst one. And why is it the worst one? Because it's the only matchup this year, this week, that has zero implications. Ugh. Viceless at J Rod the Bot. Viceless out of playoffs, not buying the keg, can't get into playoffs, he's done. Drawn dead. J Rod the Bot, he's in playoffs, he can't miss playoffs, he can't get a buy. He's locked in. That's why this is. The Cake Watch Game of the Week. Oh my god, I'm losing it. Viceless. 3 and 10, 11th place. J Rod the Bot, 7 and 6, 5th place. Congratulations, making playoffs. J Rod the Bot. Viceless, 96.4 to 106.4 in favor of J Rod the Bot. However, the Viceless is currently not rostering a kicker. Give him another 7.5. Blah, blah, blah. 2.5 favorite in favor of. J-Rod the Bot. These two teams played in week three, and Viceless came out on top. 91.82 to 84.26. Can J-Rod Bot get the revenge he do desperately seeks? We're going to find out. If these two teams had played every fucking week, it would be J-Rod the Bot. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. 10 wins, 3 losses. Some really lopsided matchups for week 14, unfortunately. Tough to see. All-time record, Moto versus Jared. 6 wins, Two losses in favor of Mr. Moto Nathaniel Williams. Nathaniel, is that a word? This could be a good name. Scott, keep in mind, Nathaniel Thoman sounds really nice. I like it. Deshaun Watson for the Viceless. Bad Juju going against Tyler Huntley for J Tyler Huntley. 
What? Oh, because Lamar Jackson might be hurt. Tyler Huntley. Oh my god. Uh, give me Tyler. I can't. I gotta see it from Deshaun before I fucking. And Deshaun gets Cincinnati defense. Yuck. That could be real bad. Tyler Huntley. All day, every day. Reminder Stevenson, Kenneth Walker for the Vices going up against DeAndre Swift and Dalvin Cook. Give me Swift. Give me Cook. No. I think Walker's hurt, isn't he? He's not playing. Give me Swift. Give me Cook. I really like Dalvin Cook. I think he's, he's due for, for big things. Wide receiver position. Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen for the BOD going up against Christian Kirk and Debo Samuel. Give me Adams. Give me Allen. Adams is awesome. I should have never trade him. That was a huge mistake. Tight end position. Greg Dolchitz going up against Dolchitz. Greg Dolchich going up against David Njoku. Give me David Njoku. Uh, I like Greg Dolchich a lot, but fucking Russell Wilson's throwing him the ball, so I gotta immediately downgrade him. Devontae Swift. Smith. Boy, I gotta get this thing over with. Struggling. Devontae Smith at the Giants getting Deva against Donta Foreman. Farting now. No, <laughs> I'm just farting. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're moving along. <laughs> Bill's got to play the Jets. Titans got to play Jacksonville for Bod. Uh, who do I think? I think this is going to be a hell of a matchup. I really do. Last two matchups have been fucking coin flips. I like it a lot. Can the Viceless end the skid? <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. You know what? I feel bad. I've shit on this fucking thing all, all as a team all fucking night. Viceless, I'm picking you to win. I really do think you can get the, the upset here. I think you're due. You've lost seven in a fucking row, as we've covered. Viceless is due for an upset. I think you can get it done here. J-Rod the Bod, drawn dead, doesn't really matter. Having to start Tyler Huntley with Lamar down. I think the Viceless can get it done this week. His guys can pop off. And uh, I'm going to pick him in a close one. I think he wins by like four or five. I'm not looking at game times either, by the way, obviously, because we got to get this shit on the road. Uh, oh, there was one thing I want to look at, too. We'll get back to it in a second here. Game of the week. Let's get to it. Where is it? Right here. Behold, you sons of bitches. It's the KML Game of the Week. No, I don't like that one. That one I should remove. I don't like I'm not a big fan of that. How about this one? I think it's time. Okay, yeah, that's better. That's better. That's better. I think it's time. All right, guys. Game of the week. Straight bums, homie, at Captain Scurf. Straight Bums, homie. The reason this is game of the week is because I think Straight Bums has the most on the line. He needs the most help. He's got the last gasp effort to make sure that he can get to be a, a you know three-time back-to-back. This is it. He's got to win this one to have any shot of keeping the back-to-back -back alive the two-time in a row. I mean, he's already the two-time, but we back-to-back. -back. We'll see if he can get it done. This is step one. A lot of things have to happen, but this is step one. Straight Bumps, homie, sixth and seventh, seventh place. Captain Scurb, eight and five, fourth place. Projected points in this one. 101.8 for Straight Bumps, 113.2 for Captain Scurb. These two teams met in week number three, and it was a two-point victory in favor of Captain Scurb, 112 to 110. If they had played every fucking week, Captain Scurb would have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, uh, 
eight, nine, 10, 11 wins, two losses on the year. Really mirroring each other's scores pretty well all fucking time. Minot versus Wingus all time. What do we got? Slight edge Minot, six wins, four losses. Derek Carr for straight bumps going up against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is so goddamn good. Patty Mahomes, big old check mark. Running back position, Najee Harris and Zeke Elliott. Going to make Derrick Henry and Josh. Ja, fucking Josh Jacobs and Derrick Henry, one and three on the year. Absolutely dominant. Give me those two guys. Wide receiver position, Garrett Wilson, Jamar Chase for straight bums. Going to against Marquise Brown and Justin Jeff. Justin Jeff. Mana's got a good fucking team, man. God damn it. Give me Jeff, give me Brown. Tight end position, Hawkinson for Wingus. Going to be against Gerald Everett for the Scurve. Give me the Hawk. Hawkinson's sneaky good. Three on the year, by the way. Remember I had him, traded him for Kyle Pitts. That was a lot of fun. Fuck me. Jerry Judy at the flex going up against Raheem Mostert. Give me Judy. I don't trust Mostert. I don't know what's going on. It's like pick and choose between Jeff Wilson and Mostert. Flip a coin who's going to get the work that week. I don't know. You could do worse, but I don't, I don't know. Just give me the, the known quantity of Judy, especially hopefully in a shootout with Kansas City. Steelers get Baltimore. Baltimore's a mess. Eagles get New York Giants. Giants are a mess. Give me Eagles. Give me Carlson for Captain Skurve. Who do I think win this game? I mean, it's Skurve. I think it's Skurve. Captain Skurve. I don't think Wingus can get it done. I think the running back position is a tough problem for him. Quarterback position is a problem for him. Wide receiver position is a problem for him. Tight end position, okay, you're fine. But other than that, I think it's rough. He can't overcome the rest of it. I don't see the pop-offs coming. It's Captain Skurve. The last thing I wanted to look at was game times for this. Wingus. Thursday, Sunday, blah, 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 blah. Wingus, all the guys, Wingus' guys go early. Sam's Town. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Ooh, he's got a Jeff Wilson Jr. Sunday night. Nope, that's not, that's Team 88. Where's Sam's Town? There's Sam's Town. Blah, 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 blah. Kind of boring. All of Sam's Town and all of Straight Bombs homies guys are morning or uh, fucking Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon guys. There's nobody in prime time, so no puckers for that last playoff spot coming down. We'll know early, we'll know often, and that's all she wrote. Uh, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Been a great season. Really had a good time. I have to piss like an absolute racehorse because I've had 32 ounces of beer. So I'm going to go do that. Good luck to all the teams. Congratulations to all the teams that are in. Better luck next year, all the teams that are out. We'll do better next week. We'll work on it. Samstown, Straight Bums Homie, all eyes on that last playoff spot. Good luck to both of you this week. I wish you nothing but the best. CamelMessCast at gmail.com. 317-KML-RATS. And always open. If anybody wants to join, give me a call. Love you all. Sweet dreams. Talk to you later tonight, tomorrow. Bye-bye. Great cash, homie.